Just so you know, everything you're about to hear is a lie. Four decades ago, something was born. Designed to be at once new and old, a memory and a premonition, aesthetically addictive and indefinably cool. A beast made from man, whose animal nature somehow defines our very humanity. Blurring the line between pop culture and popular myth, this legend in blue has been told through video games, television, and our very dreams. He's blue. He's fast. He likes chili dogs. C H I L I dogs. This is Elsewhere Presents Sonic the Podcast. Just for fans. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of. Sonic, the podcast just for fans, brought to you by Elsewhere. I am Griff Newcastle. I am your host. It's a beautiful day. We are recording. City of Los Angeles, baby. Sometimes you've got to get out and smell the air. You know what I mean? Let the let the city bleed into you. I know this is like a huge fucking urban industrial nightmare hellscape, but that doesn't mean you can't uh, enjoy enjoy yourself and wherever you you are you know i hope that you're also enjoying a good day maybe don't listen to this one at home or in the car maybe put your earbuds in enjoy some nature we're, we're all stuck behind screens and gripping our wheels and 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 stifled and cloistered enjoy life hey look i'm not here to tell you how to live but just fucking be a nuanced individual you know enjoy some other stuff from time to time i got a filmmaker on today how about that? Today, I've got filmmaker Bob McCoy on to talk to you about movies, I suppose. I don't know what he's going to talk about. Um, I've only spoken with his uh, assistant, a lovely woman named Janice, but uh, Bobby will be here soon. I want to pick his brain. He might, he might end up making the new Sonic movie, and I'm excited about that. You're probably excited about that, too. I, you know, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know anything about you or who you are. I just hope that you enjoy this. Let's go to the interview with Bobby McCoy. Hey, how's it going? I'm so glad you could come. Yes, I'm happy to be here. I mean, I'm so, I'm so, so glad you agreed to be on the show. Uh, uh, this is uh, filmmaker Bobby McCoy. Yes, hello. Uh, how, how are you, man? I'm great. You know, I'm uh, at the top of my game as a filmmaker. Happy to, happy to be here discussing uh, something we both uh, care deeply about. I'm so glad to hear that you are like passionate about Sonic, and you've taken this passion. Now you're, you're in the running to be the first guy like making the Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. Yes. I'm sure it's going to be like a huge franchise, right? There's, oh, for sure. They're going to yeah. try to beat the Star Wars franchise in terms of amount of films that that's coveted man like i feel like it's all but one big race yeah to make definitely. the most movies the most movies yeah yeah like take i'm um, take a seat man it's a little oh, windy thank you yes days like this i just feel alive you know what i mean yeah i mean you you know all about that feeling alive yeah i guess so i, I mean I've, I've watched your films they are vivacious oh thank you yeah I mean, I mean, you're you're a young man obviously you don't have like a huge filmography but yeah. uh personally for my money, Dark Tears of a Madman is my favorite of your films. Oh, thank you very much. You know, it's certainly my most personal. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and I can see like a logical A to B 
between making that film and getting the call to possibly yeah. make a Sonic movie. Certainly, like it makes you think about the nature of nothingness. Definitely, yeah. which in many ways is what the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise is all about. So, so like obviously you're passionate about Sonic. Uh, like, what's your what, like what's your history with uh, with the property? Well, I had known nothing about Sonic the Hedgehog prior to getting the call, and so I I researched mostly on the internet. And I'm not really interested in the games per se. Mostly, uh, Wikipedia articles is my background with Sonic. Oh yeah, no, so. you've you read some of my work. That's, that's oh yeah, that's no, you, top contributor. To oh well, the, to the wiki. Yeah. I feel like I know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, the feeling's mutual. You know, you see somebody's work and you become very intimate with 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 who they are. But man, I would have, I would have, I would have sworn from watching your movies, just like like you, you ever you ever listen to a song or something and you relate to it so much that you're like, this person must be my best friend. This person must be like behind me at all times, recording my experiences, and I, because I feel like I understand where they're coming from so much that I must be them. You know that feeling? Yeah. Dark Tears of a Madman beautiful film it felt like a movie about like my life this this guy bobby mccoy obviously he has to be a huge sonic fan right you know i've heard that before i actually get that a lot but i before people would come up to me and say hey you must like sonic and i would say the burger place and then i'd say hell yeah dude i love me a burger let's not get it twisted though also a fan of the uh of the burger place yeah we're actually going for a, a, a tie-in with them in the oh, movie, yeah? so yeah. Oh, cool. That's. Do, do you have to work that into the narrative? Uh, yeah. Well, it's only. It's not going to be too much. It's not product placement. It's not overbearing. You know. You know, normally I I, I find product placement in films a little tasteless. I'm also like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm cool with potatoes covered in cheese and shit. So if that you know gets some of those cheesy tots in there, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, we're working on a promotion to you know give them out for free when you buy a ticket. So I'm in. Yeah. A1. So, okay. But so you never, never played the games. Never. Never. You, but you're, I mean, you would have to be a little bit passionate about video games to even take a video game project, right? Like, oh, definitely not. Okay. Just not. I've never played a video game. Not one? No. That's, I. Well, I was uh, raised on cinema. From a very young age, I was groomed to be a filmmaker. I actually have never played a video game, I've never opened a book. I can't do what some people call reading. I Yes, I can't read, but uh, I will often have someone read things to me. Oh, yeah, so, no, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is how, yeah. Jan- Janice, your assistant, I, yes. I, I, she helped me organize this, those, yeah. yeah. Um, so she'll, you know, read my Wikipedia articles when I need to do my research. She seems nice, um, huh? Yeah, she's great. She's standing right over there. Oh, hey, so. what's up? Hi, that's... Uh, <clears throat> taller than I pictured. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's uh, uh, you and you are kind of a big deal. You're 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 known to be sort of like a rising star right now. That's uh, with, with and with your output. I mean, you you only make movies for like what, like two years? And how many have you made now? Eighteen. That's 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 insane. That's that's a huge, crazy huge output. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not playing video games or reading books, so I have plenty of time to make movies. That's um. I'll be honest. I feel a little attacked, but but no, I can under, I can understand how that would be beneficial. Like you have a lot more free time, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you have any hobbies? Just making the movies yeah. that I make. Man, that might be my problem, man. I, I think I might have too many hobbies. I've taken a martial arts recently. I've kind of turned into a foodie. 
in the a last foodie. yeah 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 you know checking out like food trucks and stands lots of street food you know uh, I, I've definitely checked out every Sonic Burger in the whole of Los Angeles yeah. County you know between between that and the show uh, I rarely have time for you know my actual vocation which is design programming uh, making games. Yes, yeah, I would say um, if you wish to be successful, you should no longer eat. As I said before, I do partake in a Sonic Burger, but I actually have my assistant Janice. She's we're working with the people behind Soylent. If you're familiar with Soylent, and we actually liquefy Sonic Burgers, and I just drink one of those a day. Wow, yeah, I mean that's not surprising. You're you're so like prolific, but man, I I don't know if I could give up eating. I mean, maybe. Yeah, you know, I just if if I think about everything in my life right now, I just can't think of a single thing that I, that I would cut out of it. But uh, that, I guess that's what makes you special is you're like you're like a sharpened blade, a honed missile of movie making. You could say that, yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not. You know, I, it, it doesn't quite make sense to me yet, Bobby, Mister McCoy. You mean why I'm making the Sonic film? Yeah, man. But like, but I'm not saying it doesn't. I just want you to help me get there. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I could go over what happened when i got the call i'd I'd, I'd like that very much uh well i got the call and then i as i've said before i thought initially it was in regard to sonic hamburgers which i love so much and when i learned it wasn't when i learned it was about a little blue man who runs very quickly uh i took to the internet with the help of janice of course and we learned about this hedgehog and his his friends he's he has the tail friend um, there, you know, there's a bad guy, bad science guy, uh, uh, who, uh, and, uh, at that point I just, you know, I, I thought I'd really like to, to take a stab at this. And right. also they offered me, um, several millions of dollars. So, right. Right. Can I tell you what, how, what I think about that as a fan? Yeah. No, no, let's pretend I don't make this show. And I'm just like some guy. Let's pretend I'm like a 21-year-old going to college, a lot of free time, you know, outside of homework or, or whatever. Maybe I have a part-time job. And I've grown up, grown up with these characters all, all my life. If I put myself in, into the shoes of that person whose investment of it is only as a consumer, only as someone who loves the characters and isn't really invested in it outside of that, I, I see the announcement of a Sonic movie and, and I see who's attached to it. My thought would be... Well, he doesn't have to love it, but I do want him to share my deep spiritual joy that I believe all Sonic fans have. And I love your films, but they don't seem to have like a spiritual joy to them. In, in fact, they seem to be more about uh, the absence of feeling at all. Would you say that's a fair characterization? I would say yes, in some ways, and in other ways, no. I think there is plenty of joy to be taken from some of them. And I think that there's also an absence of feeling within the Sonic universe. As I've mentioned, again, there is a science man who creates beans. And I think he, in many ways, is in line with the philosophy of much of my work. He is the protagonist. That's that's really interesting. You know, uh, I'm sure it'll be a great film. But uh, if not, I, I feel like this is a monster of my own of my own making. Since I did, since I did write like ninety percent of that Wikipedia article. Yes. Okay. N- now I'm starting to feel a, a sense of emptiness. Hey, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with filmmaker Bobby. Moore.
This podcast, YouTube channel, or other gaming-related content is brought to you by Digital Expressions. Here's a look at a new game coming your way. It's time for today's DX Quick Peek. New for the Nintendo 3DS and Sega Game Gear, it's a manic lesson in murder at Macabre Academy when a group of wayward teens are kidnapped and forced into a deadly game of devilish deception in heartbeat murder bus, Blood Children. You play as Hiro Himura, newest mysterious transfer student to Macabre Academy, where the students and faculty are absolutely murdering to meet you. Can you solve the nefarious plot of sexy homeroom teacher Professor Akira Maki and a seductive gang of cannibalistic cat girl carnivores? Can you gain the courage to confess your love to the romanceable heartbeat murder girls before they gain the courage to end your life? It's up to you to protect the classmates you like, dispose of the classmates you don't, and feed their blood to the heartbeat murder bus. Then get it in gear, escape Macabre Academy's mortal curriculum, and survive the day. Featuring two all-new Heartbeat Murder Girls, Hinata, the Sundere Sass Queen who doesn't care if you notice her or not, and Mickey, the Happy Yam Gal. Raise their heartbeat level along with all the other Heartbeat Murder Girls in the new Blood Touch mode. Cause the blood to come to the surface using the 3DS stylus in all their most, uh, <clears throat> sensitive areas. Though praised by critics and fans alike for its mature, emotionally resonant, and engaging story, this series is finally coming to Western shores, and it's about time! Heartbeat Murder Bus Blood Children hits U.S. stores this fall. Pre-order now! Alright, hey, we're back with uh, filmmaker Bob McCoy, the potential director of the new uh, Sonic movie. Yes. Hey, so, how, so okay, potential director. Yes. Who else is in the running? Uh, Zack Snyder. Okay. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. I want to say Mike Myers. Interesting. Like, yeah. Like the, the the comedian, Mike Myers. Yeah, baby. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, like that, it, it, a Terry Gilliam directed Sonic movie, that'd be kind of nuts, right? Uh, I don't wish to comment on the competition, so. No, it's... Right. I'm sorry. That you know what? That's probably rude of me. Even. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> forgive. Forgive that. Uh, I mean. I mean. You must be excited to be to be lumped in with such talents. I don't know that I would say talents. Out of the three, I really only have reverence for Mr. Myers, and I have heard that he is quite the Sonic the Hedgehog fan. So. Do you think he played the games or watched the shows? Oh, or definitely. The, yes. oh, okay. That's. Do you think? Like I. I should maybe talk to him about getting, you know, uh, how producer Michael Bay, how's working with him? Um, he's great. You know, I've only met with him a few times each time. He will say something about Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. And I will agree. And then they will be over. That's it. Okay. So that, that, that's good. I mean, I don't want you to have to like, you know, throw yourself under the bus here, but I, I, I've, I've heard from others that working with him can be a little like abrasive or something, but, uh, you know, I mean, abrasive. it's just producing. So in what way, uh, you, you know, it's, you, you hear things in this town, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like I've, I've, I've heard that his personality can be a little like much. The thing is, that's just Michael. Mm. That's how we know him. Um, and if you were to spend maybe more time at some of these, you know, Hollywood parties, you would find out that that's actually not quite uncommon. Right. Um, Do you think that's like a sign of success? Is that, is that like a part of the, this whole thing? 
Uh, it's actually interesting. I, I don't know if it's a sign of success or a reason for success. Um, so I think maybe it's, you know, Albert Einstein wore the same outfit every day. I, I, there's a consistency yeah. with the consistency there. Which is why myself, Mike Myers, and Michael Bay are such prolific geniuses, yes. So so it's just these confluence of events that got you attached to this project. I... Uh, I, I I can appreciate that, and again, I'm not trying. For, forgive me. I'm taking a little bit of like a combative tone. I'm not meaning to imply that you're the wrong man for the job. Again, you know, the the idea of Terry Gilliam directing that's 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 genuinely awesome. But that's not. I, I'm again. I I love your work. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be great. But I am curious. Okay, your uh, your job. You know, the thing that you do for money, the way that you pay your bills, the way that you feed yourself, is you make films. Yes. But then. Also, the thing you do for fun, the way you spend time, the way that you uh, fulfill yourself is films. Making films, yeah. yes. You've left room for nothing else. Yeah, except for local fights on hamburgers from the makers of Soylent. Yeah. Do, yes. Do, so, okay. That, there's something. Like... I mean, th- that's not much, like, but you do enjoy eating your liquefied hamburger slaw. Yes. Okay. As much as one can enjoy anything. I'm going to throw like a hypothetical out there. Maybe this is something I've been thinking of too. This might be a weird direction for this interview to go, but th- this sort of stuff's been on my mind. What do you do when that passion runs out? There was never passion to begin with. I exist only to consume and create. Uh, consume, meaning local fights on campers. Create, meaning films. So these movies like Enter the Void... That are like part kind two. of yeah, end of the way part two. That are that are sort of about nothing. Like that really is. I mean, I mean that comes from like a, a genuine place. You could say so. In a certain sense, I mean, we all come from nothing, right? Yes. Are you spiritual at all? Um, you would have to define spiritual for me to have a response. Like, do you do you believe in anything beyond? Like what you see and experience, like an afterlife, uh, a collective unconscious, a, you know, God or something. No, that's uh, it, it. See, it's hard for me not to connect my my love of Sonic the Hedgehog with something spiritual. You know, uh, I haven't talked about it much in the show, but uh, there is a religion, you know, attached to Sonic the Hedgehog. There is like a. Uh, goddesses it's it's, uh, several goddesses themselves have their own pantheon of like subordinate uh male you know demigods or whatever uh and look i don't really believe in it in like a literal sense you know but i've also been been dabbling in like some zen buddhist stuff too and i feel like the more i expand my interest in this also it, it all feeds into my love of these games and these shows i don't even need to play them anymore i can just sort of like draw power from them uh like, I guess that's not that's not a question. I, I, I guess where I'm going to is: Would you ever be willing to sort of like experiment with this these kinds of things if it might mean you make a better film with spiritual yeah. ideas? Yes. You know, I wouldn't say that I am not exper. I do find value in um, uh, the God myth or the myth of gods. And I think that is a part of every story that I, you know, write. And in some way, that is, of course, the Sonic story. We have a little blue man created by, you know, this scientist who ultimately grows to defeat him or at least become a, a, 
arrival on the same level. And so in that sense, we have a creation story. Right. Um, now, would I, myself, filmmaker Bobby McCoy, uh, take any sort of solace in that, in, in, in my existence? No. It's all quite silly. It's right. a little blue man. Right. Who runs very quickly. Right. Um, but, you know, you could say that that is in some way spiritual. As yeah. much as any myth can be. That's actually really encouraging. See, the, 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 before I was a little skeptical, but that that characterization, man, makes me feel like you really get it. I mean, I, it pains me that I have to inform you of this, but this is not a comedy. Uh, okay. This is a, a a heavy story. Right. Yeah, I don't want to get mixed up. I, 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 I take this stuff very i i that's that's the only way i'd want it you know i mean yeah. like a little bit of levity is good but or maybe it's not i, I can tell no from levity. the expression on your face that 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 no some levity is not good none at all um the film itself is called sonic underworld rising there is a colon in there and it is the prequel to the sonic it you know prequel yeah it, there's no movie yet Right, but this is the first one, and it's Sonic's origin story, and it's a story of agony. Frankly, I don't want to give away too much, but I will say that the first twenty minutes of the film is an unbroken take of him attempting to walk a lit candle through a path in Ireland on a misty morning. I feel bad for ever doubting you now, like that, like even just you describing that to me—that's evocative. I mean, we're all projecting our emotions, uh, our expectations onto essentially a completely ambivalent universe. You know, yes. like the, 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 there, there is no truth outside of us. Waves crash against rocks. Nothing, things erode. Nothing really ultimately matters. We bring the meaning, you know, and, and I think that maybe the the best person to tell a truly universal story is someone who doesn't feel anything at all. You could say so. I mean, I'm still skeptical. I, I'm, I'm, but uh, but I'm 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 now cautiously optimistic about this about this film. I, I I hope you get it, man. Thank you. I mean, no, really, I really I hope Terry Gilliam gets it. But I'd like you to get. I he mean, will, he, he will not get it. Uh, 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 so th- th- the fact that you can't read does that affect your ability to to, to write at all? Oh, absolutely not. J- Jan- Janice I, helps yes. you out with that. Often, Janice and I will be in a room, mm-hmm. and I will um, consume peyote. And I'll just sort of scream, and she will uh, transcribe it, and then the next morning she'll read it aloud to me, and we'll sort of uh, trim the fat, as they say. Well, you know, I, I I do a little bit of writing. Yeah, yeah. Wikipedia. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, I write. You know, I I I, I write Sonic fan fiction. Uh, I've actually read some of your oh, Sonic fan yeah. fiction. Yes. Oh, that's 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 flattering. Like, because you knew you were going to be on this, or yes. Oh man, you should have mentioned that at the top. That changes everything. There was a time when that would have bothered me deeply, but now I'm just mostly awestruck. I mean, hey, look—if you need any help actually finalizing the, uh, the, the 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 actual script, too, just you know, like think of me. I've never needed help. I've known you for for a very short time, but I I actually completely believe that that's that that's true. You're 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 a confident filmmaker. You're a confident young man. You're still in school, right? I've actually. N- not gone to school ever so 
once again a perfectly sharpened tool for of filmmaking. Yes, practically grown in a lab to be the best man for the job in making this Sonic movie. Well, second best, but you know, I don't know what could have been. To? Hey, let, give my best to Janice. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a few laps. It was so great having you on the show, Bobby McCoy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Look, before the movie comes out, before we, we send you off, if you could have one, if you had one movie that you'd want a Sonic fan specifically to watch before they watch your Sonic movie, what would it be? Um, I mean, it's uh, a favorite among cinephiles, um, but I would say Suicide Squad. Okay. All right. Well, hey, it was great having you on. Uh, and uh, again, filmmaker Bobby McCoy, you ch- check him out on all of his uh, on all of his stuff. Uh, I've been your host, Griff Newcastle, and I'll see you elsewhere. The Elsewhere Podcast was created by MC Griffin, edited by Alicia Mason, and produced by Jason Kyle Hammonds. Intro narration by Demorge Brown. Griff was played by MC Griffin. Bobby McCoy was played by Bobby McCoy. Music by Max Repka. Episode art by Colin Greenhall and Robert DeJesus. You can see episode art and information on elsewhereshows.com or follow us on Twitter at Elsewhere Podcast. E L S E W A. R-E. For all of their queries, comments, and quotations, please call our offices at 310-299-4612. Alright, so we're going to put our weight on our heel, uh-huh. shift heel to toe while slowly pushing our hands out. There we go, and then shift back, put your weight on your other foot. Calming the waters. Very good. That's yeah. right. Thanks for letting me join you with this, by the way. Absolutely. It's always good to have company. I've never I've never done Tai, tai Chi before. This is very relaxing. Oh, that's what it's all about, man. Um, do all your guys do this, or just you? Uh, you know, I try to keep them limber. They got a lot of stresses in the real world, so it's good to kind of get your mind at ease. When you, like, when you like actually, like, fight and stuff, do you utilize Tai Chi, like... Is it like a practical martial art? Well, not as... They say it takes a good 10 years of practice before you can actually utilize it in a fight. I just more use it to limber up and calm the mind. Yeah, I guess... Oh, my form's all off. There's no wrong way to do it. Oh, okay, all right. As long as you feel the the flow. Imagine you're in water and you're just pushing it around. Oh, yeah, like, like, like chi flow, right? I guess, yeah. Do you, do you think, like, if I get good enough at this, I could, like, like push things to my mind or, like, throw fireballs or something? You know, I, I won't say it's impossible. I've seen crazy things, man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this even feels... This posing, this is, it's kind of like a, like, like, you, you, do you ever watch Dragon Ball? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, really? I love Dragon Ball. You're, you're, you're like, a little bit older, older than me, so I don't know. It's like... Oh, man. I love this stuff. I grew up on it. All this uh, zen kind of energy shifting stuff all feels very like I mean it, it's it's all this like feng, feng shui stuff the idea that like that your power is like a uh, 
you know, like like, like uh, the the Saiyan arc in Dragon Ball Z, like how the the Saiyans have like scouters. Oh yeah, yeah. You know those, those the things over nine thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you wish that you wish that was real, huh? That would be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah these yeah. competitions like you could just like size up. Exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't need to train as much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite arc? Uh... That might be cool. You never know. <laughs>